the American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. Liberty weeps, our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is the National Intel Report. Your host, John Statmiller, with you on this Wednesday. Already, ladies and gentlemen, the seventh day of October 2020. And I'd like to thank Ralph for sitting in for me yesterday. I thought he was going to be able to bring more to the table on the constitutionality of this COVID-19 stuff, which is unraveling day by day. But I wanted to address something that happened on the program Monday. And I was not aware uh, until I was checking emails, and I got this email. If you remember Stuart from Maine, uh, he wrote an email to Steve and uh, said, John Statmiller put on a sad and disappointing display tonight, reminiscent of a cult follower, inability to have a discussion, instead throwing a temper tantrum of anybody challenging his sacred cows, like a leftist. Pathetic, John. Pathetic. I'll try to call you on your show, Steve, and likely tomorrow on Rivero's show. We are in this situation in our country because of sclerotic thinking, living in yesterday, failure to account for new realities. Well, in case you don't know what sclerotic means, that means rigid and unresponsive. And I thought about that. And I thought about it some more. You know, the idea is because we're in such a mess today, Nobody understands what this country is anymore. Constitutional Republic or your brand new democracy. Let me add administrative style democracy where the lawyers are running everything. It doesn't make the baby in the bathwater worth throwing out the window. This is the, the basis of our government has been since its founding. And we have tracked and traced the things that have gone awry and pulled the power away from the people. Ultimately, they had the power. Because we, the people, are the government. Under the rules of the game, that's called the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Under those rules, hmm, yeah, things are way out of whack. Way, way out of whack. We now have social warriors to think because they're right, they can do anything that they want to do to anybody. Throw them off airplanes for wearing something that they don't consider to be 
wholesome and just generic in public. And by the way, we'll have the cops waiting for you when we pull up to the uh, to the gate. Uh, I don't know if you all have seen the video of the guy on board an airplane that says, I'm not wearing a mask. And then a fight ensued. And of course, he was arrested and taken into custody. I will address this issue on the constitutionality of this mask up or be left off. <laughs> this is you want to talk about a true cancel culture, that's a biggie. But back to my original statement here. You know, there's nothing wrong with our constitution and our bill of rights. What has gone wrong are the people that were elected to run things that they have passed laws, let, let's just say on the surface, that are extra-constitutional. Why? Because they think it's a good idea. They think it's, they think it's a good idea, so therefore, no. All laws to be drafted, considered and drafted, and put before the Congress for a vote, they're supposed to follow constitutional muster. Do you know that the forms that they have to fill out for submitting such law still has a block that you have to describe under the Constitution, how is this relevant? And nobody ever bothers to figure, figure it out because we're in this administrative democracy. Or anything we can lie about, slip by you or anything else, uh, we'll try to make it policy, we'll try to make it a statute, hell, we'll even try to make it a law. And the issue to this is not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. We're going to keep that. We're going to close the window so the baby doesn't die of pneumonia. And then we're going to set to rights the things that have gone wrong. And as I said before, we were well on our way of discovery. Discovering exactly what went, went wrong. By whom, on what date, time. You know, it had a time and date stamp on it. And rigid and unresponsive... When you start talking to me about replacing the Constitution or our form of government because, well, that was yesteryear and, you know, that might have worked then, but it's not working now, is a statement of lunacy that I will jump all over in a New York second. So, yeah, expect to be challenged. You know, I, I mean, how many of our listeners actually take the time to call into liberal asshat shows and try to jam them up? It's not worth it. Hell, even the lefties can't even support networks that are supposedly reflecting their view of today's America. I think there was a network. Uh, what was the name of that network, uh, Mike? Um, that went belly up and it was all liberal based Air America they couldn't even support themselves you know it's kind of strange that the lefties they run programming and information and all that but they have very few participants and then when you look at it at closer they don't have the support and again, what they're trying to sell with the aid of the totally taken over, and if you don't think Fox has been taken over by Disney, you'd better think again. By the way, Tucker Carlson on Monday night did a show on the COVID-19 stuff and brought up a lot of good stuff. He had a, uh, he had a man on that uh, the producers cut him 
because he was getting into the subject matter about, uh, well, you know, this Russiagate and who was involved. And, and he got this in his ear, and you can see his eyes widen, and all of a sudden his feed went dead. Yeah, so they're sitting there very carefully watching every move and every word that everybody's making. But yeah, we do have a problem here because we don't have people with the guts or the intelligence to stand up for our form of government. And I, for one, I don't know about you out there in listener land, but I, for one, am not responsive to changing our form of government. We just need the adherence to the Constitution. Worked well for a long, long time. And then it didn't work so well, and now look where we're at. As I said the other day, do you think we'd be having these debates between Donald Trump and Joe Biden if we were living in a constitutional republic? No, it'd be another boring, I want to I be president time. Every four years we have that. And for the longest time, people would, meh, half pay attention to the candidates in the election. They may watch debates, they may not. I was around to watch the first televised debate between Kennedy and Nixon, and I've watched every debate since. But all of this scratching and fighting and good, it's because they're not following the law of the land, and that happens to be the law. So now we can violate the law, we can bring you a better idea, and you don't like it, and then convince people that, well, you know, this old capitalist system, this old greedy system, this system that's broken that doesn't work anymore, well, it just needs to be modified or done away with. I can tune into a lefty program anytime to hear crap like that, but you will not hear it on this program. So, that's all I have to say about that. I was going to start citing law and going back into the writings, but you know what? I'm I'm tired of wasting enough time on this individual. Don't bother sending me another email, by the way. All right. What's going on in the COVID? Mm. Well, the president went to the hospital, supposedly with uh, the coronavirus. Did he have it? Or was this a stunt? political stunt. It very well could be that Donald Trump wore himself down to the quick. Maybe he was getting flu. I don't know. Only his hairdresser knows for sure. I'm sorry, his doctors. But isn't it a miraculous recovery? Goes in on a Friday and he's out at the White House on Monday? Hmm. And then his message is, don't be afraid. Well, what is the mayor of New York City? Well, he's pretty much driven New York City right into the ground. And and people are not paying attention to the ramifications and the horrors yet to come. We're going to be dealing with this for years to come, even if it stopped today. And now what we're given is a political argument between Pelosi and Trump here about, well, who's going to get paid and how much? That's the argument. Well, should the airlines be bailed out? Well, what about those individuals out there? 
And what about this? And what about that? What about your stupid COVID-19 thing that you shouldn't have done in the first place? Just as I pointed out before, we wouldn't have had to have draconian laws in this country against terrorists if we weren't marching around the world blowing up brown people to the tune of four million over a 20-year period. Who would seek retribution against the United States if the United States didn't do anything to you? Hmm. Now there's a thought to ponder. But just like the 2008 banker takedown, they never gave you a figure, just like they're not going to give you a figure on the death count, on these 20 years of endless slaughter, and I'll use that term aptly, and hmm, slaughter, 20-year slaughter. Well, some people are getting some backbone here. Germany's extra par, uh, paramilitary, yeah, parliamentary, paramilitary. Corona Investigative Commission launches a class action suit against Corona criminals. And this is high time this happened. Germany, again, is in the forefront in fighting the devastating, unjustified, illegal, economy-destructive, people-debilitating, and outright genocidal Corona measures the German COVID-19 Extra Parliamentary Inquiry Committee in Germany, call it the ACU, and I am not even going to attempt to use the German phraseology here, but the website is acu2020.org, is planning to launch a class action suit against not only governments and government officials, but specifically against the manufacturers of the infamous PCR test. And that's the polymerase chain reaction. is a technique used to amplify small segments of DNA, which according to honest virologists all over the world, is absolutely unsuitable for COVID-19 testing. It has actually not even been licensed to carry out such tests. And let me remind people, who's got the patent on that test? None other than Dr. Fauci. Surprise, surprise. Nevertheless, the PCR test is, has been and is being touted and promoted by the World Health Organization and by other leading health institutions in the rest, uh, Western world, such as the U.S. NIAID, the NIH, and the CDC, as well as by researchers from the German Center for Infectious Research at Charit Hospital, Berlin. It was Dr. Christian Drosten, director of the Institute of Virology at Charit, who propagated this test, which eventually was taken over by the German respective government and health authorities, who made it a mandatory panacea to test and count cases, mostly to manipulate statistics, which the media then uses to implant fear in the population. Just ask the people in New York City. Oh, they're going to have lockdowns again. They saw it coming. We warned you about it. Mm -hmm. Other countries followed similar instructions from their highest health authorities and used the test results for the same purpose, planting fear in the clueless population. The media never tells us, for example, that the error rate for these tests, the so-called positive negatives, can be as high as 50%. However, all positives are automatically absorbed into the case statistics. Yeah. 
statistics, I'll get that out, people often uh, get tested several times and may also be reported several times. That's how the case rates can be manufactured and manipulated. Fear is the name of the game. So that the governments are justified in closing their iron fist even stronger around your personal neck and by cutting the country's economic lifeline, causing countless bankruptcies and unemployment in proportions never seen in modern history and often deadly misery, famine, and suicides. The iron fist around the people's throats include face masks, social distancing, work from home, semi or full lockdowns, that is, keeping people purposely apart. It's the separate-to-conquer principle, by the way. Discrimination against the elderly, who in their loneliness get depressed, sick, and may die earlier. Yes, elderly people, especially with comorbidities, are higher-risk group. But in the, in the same as with the common flu that happens every year, which has never been a reason to discriminate against them. The result we are seeing already today, and the worst is yet to come. This fall and winter in the global north, the merging with the flu and COVID may spell even more disaster and data manipulative mastery, and consequential measures that may, witting or unwittingly, be copied in the global south. Although the coming warmer summer climate would suggest the contrary, it's a nasty and criminal game that, if we don't stop it, will not end anytime soon. Now, who's behind this stuff? Dr. Rainier Fulamich. He's a lawyer of the ACU. Not to be confused, the card-carrying communist here in the United States, the ACLU. He has this to say about this class action lawsuit and how it might bring these destructive measures to a halt and reverse them by compensating the damaged people and small and medium-sized enterprises that had no choice but to declare bankruptcy and lay off their employees. Skip this break. I can get this in. Mike, ready? This is Dr. Fulmick explains how this could happen with what he calls a bang. Hello, I am Rainer Fulmich, and I am an attorney practicing law both in Germany and in California. For more than 26 years, I have been active primarily as a consumer protection trial lawyer. I want to tell you about the possibility of filing a class action case against those who are responsible for the corona scandal, which has plunged large parts of the world into chaos, but oddly enough, not, for example, India, Africa, or here in Europe, the country of Sweden. As one of four members of the German Corona Investigation Committee, I've been listening to medical, legal, economic, and other experts from all over the world answering our questions about how dangerous is the allegedly new strain of the coronavirus really, How reliable are the PCR tests, which are the basis for almost all those anti-corona measures? And what damage do the measures do to public and individual health and to the economy? And here's the result. 
There can be no legal doubt that every person or company who or which suffered damages like loss of income because of the lockdown is entitled to full recovery of such damages. Responsible are not only the so-called officials or the government, but also and primarily the manufacturers and sellers of the PCR tests. This is because the political lockdown decision is almost entirely based on those tests, which, contrary to official assurances, are completely unsuitable for detecting an infection. Contrary to official assurances, they are completely unsuitable for detecting an infection. The PCR test is, in fact, not even licensed or approved for diagnostic purposes. For two reasons, it is extremely urgent both to terminate all anti-corona measures immediately and to recover damages as quickly as possible. Firstly, there is no factual, let alone a valid legal basis for these measures, including the face masks. And secondly, because of the measures, not because of the coronavirus, the biggest wave of bankruptcies of all times threatens the world's economy right now. And this will particularly affect medium-sized companies, small businesses, and the self-employed, which here in Germany comprise the backbone of the German economy and which is responsible for 65% of all jobs here in Germany. However, as we here in Germany know from years of court experience in cases with so-called structural imbalances, That means small companies, investors, consumers suing fraudulent corporations such as Deutsche Bank, VW, and most recently Wirecard. Because of the experience here in Germany, uh, we know that the German judiciary lacks the necessary political independence to apply the law to such politically and economically powerful players. For this reason, A regional court here in Germany has just made headlines in the news when it referred a diesel fraud case against VW to the European Court of Justice, asking the court to confirm that the German judiciary lacks the political independence to decide such legal disputes correctly and without prejudice. In this situation, a real US-style class action can help. This is how it works in the United States. If a large number of persons or enterprises suffer the same type of damage, for example, monetary damage due to loss of income, because of the same conduct or infringement, the lockdown, a court of law may permit the resulting cases to be tried in a class action suit. The court will then publish this, typically in the generally accessible print media, if necessary, also internationally, so that each individual who suffered such damage can decide whether or not he or she wants to join the class, that is, the plaintiff group. The advantage of the class action is that only one single complaint is filed, namely by a typical representative of the class. This is cheaper and usually faster than filing hundreds of thousands or more individual lawsuits, and it is less burdensome on the court system. Also, it avoids contradictory judgments. Most importantly, the applicable U.S. law of evidence, the so-called discovery, helps tremendously. This requires that all evidence relevant for deciding the legal dispute must be produced and put on the court's table. In contrast, 
in contrast to German lawsuits, that is, with structural imbalance, the ones that I just talked about, the withholding or even destruction of evidence does not remain without consequences in a U.S. court of law. Unlike it is the legal practice here in Germany, a party withholding or even destroying evidence may easily lose the case because the court may enter a default judgment against that party. In the U.S., that is, not here in Germany. How this works in practice is perhaps best explained through a case in which I rep represented a German woman many years ago. My client suffered serious damages because of defective silicone breast implants. She underwent breast reconstruction after cancer treatment. Breast implants made by Dow Corning were used for this. These implants were defective because they leaked and caused severe damage not only to my client, but also to the child she was pregnant with. Of course, my client was not the only injured party. Therefore, because there were 170,000 of such injured people, the court allowed a class action and informed all potential claimants about this class action case worldwide through publications in the generally accessible media. That is how my client learned of the class action, contacted me, and I helped her assert her claim for damages. Since the German PCR test, first pushed by Professor Drosten of the Charité Hospital in Berlin, and produced and marketed by a German company by the name of Tipmolbiol, was, on the recommendation of the World Health Organization, also one of the first tests to be marketed worldwide, including in the U.S., the U.S. courts have jurisdiction for a class action to be filed against Drosten, Charité, Tipmolbiol, and the World Health Organization. If such a class action then leads to a decision in favor of the representative plaintiff and the judgment becomes final, then this judgment is binding for the defendants with respect to every other member of the class too. Now, our Corona Committee's primary political goal is to start the long overdue public scientific discussion about, among other things, the true danger of the virus, the re reliability of the tests, and above all, the collateral damage caused by the anti-corona measures, both from a health and economic point of view. And this political goal will be reached faster, we believe, if a very loud bang ends the current stampede of panic and confusion. And that is, in fact, the political purpose of this class action. If hundreds of thousands or even millions of people decide to go to court over this, this sends a signal that will, I believe, interrupt and stop the stampede and will make this badly needed public scientific discussion possible. So the higher the price tag of the damage claims, the louder this bang becomes. By the way, Making the victims of the anti-corona measures whole is not only legally possible, but it also makes very clear sense economically. And that is because if we don't reimburse those uh, small and medium-sized corporations and the self-employed for the damages they suffered, and they then all file for bankruptcy, this would trigger enormous tax losses, but also enormous social transfer payments for, among other things, long-term unemployment payments. And that would, in any case, be much more expensive than to compensate the injured parties now and to immediately end the measures so that those injured parties have a fair chance of restarting their businesses. Thank you.
coming up on the bottom of the hour break. But after the break, um, here in this country, over 6,000 scientists and doctors sign an anti-lockdown petition. Now, the interesting thing about this case that this lawyer was just talking about, this would uncover the fraud behind the PCR test that they're still relying on. They're using that to quote-unquote point out cases of COVID-19. The test that was never, that was never authorized, ever. So, you know, uh, oh, 200,000 deaths over, I think we're up to 210,000 deaths. The comorbidity is thrown in there as well as traffic accidents, people that die in house fires, people that jumped off the San Francisco Bridge, for God's sakes. They all toe-tag them. Yep, that's a COVID-19 case. Yeah, they tested positive for COVID, which is not a test that is suitable. And This would also come out. So would the unsuitability of this PCR test that Dr. Fauci has, that's right, a patent on. This is starting to unravel worldwide, but as I said before, the damage is here and now, and we have not felt the ramifications that is going to go on years afterwards. And these clowns are planning on it going on to the year 2025. Fauci just came out the other day and said, well, we expect this to all be cleaned up by 2022. Now, I expect to see your butt in jail, Mr. Fauci, by the end of 2021, if we can do our jobs. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. 
Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile oxysilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Well, here in the U.S., over 6,000 scientists and doctors have signed a petition against coronavirus lockdown measures urging that those not at risk category should be able to get on with their lives as normal and that lockdown rules in both the U.S. and U.K. are causing irreparable damage. Those who have signed include professors from the world's leading universities, Oxford University, Professor Professor Dr. Sunatra Gupta, not the one that you see on CNN, was one of the authors of the open letter that was sent with the petition along with Harvard University's Dr. Martin Kuldorf and Stanford's Dr. J. Batachera. It declares that social distancing and mass mandates are causing damaging physical and mental health impacts. The petition dubbed the Great Barrington Declaration after the town of Massachusetts, where it was written, has been signed by close to 54,000 members of the public at, a time, uh, at the time of writing, as well as over 2,600 medical and public health scientists and around 3,500 medical practitioners. Those who are not vulnerable should immediately be allowed to re- resume their life as normal. It notes adding, keeping these lockdown measures in place until a vaccine is available will cause irreparable damage with the underprivileged disproportionately harmed. Uh, And the underprivileged now, folks, is the middle class in this country, if nobody has noticed. Current lockdown policies are producing devastating effects on short and long-term public health. It continues the results, to name a few, include lower childhood vaccination rates, worsening cardiovascular disease outcomes, fewer cancer screenings, and deteriorating mental health, leading to greater excess mortality in years to come, with the working class and younger members of society carrying the heaviest burden. 
Keeping students out of school is a grave injustice. Those who are not vulnerable should immediately be allowed to resume life as normal, explaining that simple hygiene measures such as hand-washing and staying home when you're sick should be practiced by everyone to reduce the herd immunity threshold. Now let me stop and digress here. We've had flus before in this country every single year. Every year. Have we ever had distancing and, well, you got to shelter in place or you got to wear a mask? No. This pandemic was planned out well before they sprung this on us. And they waited till the flu season was in full swing and then called it the coronavirus that it's going to kill millions worldwide. Hell, it was going to kill two million people in this country, remember? Based on the models. The very models that these people have to financially gain by all this COVID crap. Schools and universities continuing should be open for in-person teaching. Extracurricular activities such as sports should be resumed. Young, low-risk adults should work normally rather than from home. And finally, the declaration demands that normal life should resume, stating that restaurants and other businesses should be open, arts, music, sports, and other cultural activities should resume. People who are more, more at risk may participate if they wish, while society as a whole enjoys the protection conferred upon them Uh, conferred upon the vulnerable by those who have built up herd immunity. Now, this declaration echoes Trump's words earlier this week when he returned to the White House and asked Americans not to live in fear and let the, the virus dominate their everyday lives. The declaration dovetails with other research that has concluded lockdowns was conservatively destroy at least seven times more years of human life. And as I said before, you know, this lockdown stuff, they kept warning us of another wave. Well, what they were counting on here was, oh, the people that are coronavirus ill, uh, we'll keep them locked up and then we'll release the stand and they'll get out there and infect, infect more people, thereby destroying the herd immunity. Hmm. Hmm. Folks, we have what's known as an immune system, and it wor- works pretty well for us humans. <laughs> German's Minister of Economic Cooperation and Development, Gerd Mueller, has warned that lockdown measures throughout the globe will end up killing more people than the coronavirus itself. In an interview with a German newspaper, Handelsblatt, Mueller warned uh, warned that the response to the global pandemic has resulted in one of the biggest hunger and poverty crises in history. And Mueller's comments came five months after a leaked study from inside the German Ministry of the Interior revealed that the impact of the country's lockdown could end up killing more people than the coronavirus due to the victims of other serious illnesses not receiving treatment. had nothing to do with the COVID-19 crap. As we've previously highlighted, in the U.K., there have already been up to 10,000 excess deaths as a result of seriously ill ill people avoiding hospitals due to the COVID-19 or not having their hospital treatments canceled. Professor Richard Sullivan also warned that there will be more excess cancer deaths in the U.K. than total coronavirus deaths due to people's access to screenings and treatment being restricted as a result of the lockdown. His comments were echoed by Peter Nilsson, 
a Swedish professor of internal medicine and epidemiology at Lund University, who said, It's so important to understand that the deaths of COVID-19 will be far less than the deaths caused by societal lockdown when the economy is ruined. According to Professor Carol Sikora, an NHS consultant oncologist, there would be 50,000 excess deaths from cancer as a result of routine screenings being suspended during the lockdown in the UK. In addition, a study published in The Lancet that notes physical distancing, school closures, trade restrictions, and country lockdowns are worsening global child malnutrition. Experts have also warned that there will be 1.4 million deaths globally from the untreated TB infections due to the lockdown. As we further previously highlighted, a data analyst consortium in South Africa found that the economic consequences of the country's lockdown will lead to 20 time, 29, I'm sorry, 29 times more people dying than from the coronavirus itself. Hundreds of doctors are also on record as opposing lockdown measures, warning that they will cause more death than the virus itself. Despite citizens across the world being told to observe the lockdown to save lives, numerous experts who are now warning that the lockdown could end up costing more lives are being ignored or smeared by the media. I give you Dr. Mikovits. <laughs> yeah. In Plandemic 2. This is a woman that walked out on that plank and said, you're going to have to shove me off because I ain't jumping. You going to let me back on the ship? Well, I'm going to have to stand out here forever then. Guts. She had guts. And she knew what she was talking about. But she was disincluded from the conversation because the issue here is to pump the fear. And it's worked in all quarters. I don't care what your income level is, what you claim your intelligent quotient is, or anything else. Well, our health officials have told us this. You know, the World Health Organization, our own CDC has told us this. Well, everybody around the world is doing the lockdowns and the coronavirus tests. There's got to be something to it. As I encountered a lady right outside this building, coming out of a wellness center that had a mask on, <laughs> I looked at her and I said, uh, you know, you don't have to wear a mask, you know. Well, I do. Why? Because it works for me. Has no idea what, what she's talking about. She's only going by the information from the experts. And as it turns out, you want to talk about collusion and conspiracy here? <laughs> this goes to court, and we do fact-finding here. And the names and the connections and everything start to come to the surface? Holy mackerel. Now, there's a lot of money riding on this. Make no mistake about it. A lot of money. A lot. Oh, and let's, you know, we don't, we don't even include the credibility factor here. Oh, do you mean Dr. Fauci was lying? Oh, you mean Dr. Burks was just there to parrot what Fauci was saying? Fauci was saying what the World Health Organization was saying? Well, there's got to be something to it. My God, you're spreading conspiracy theories out there because look at the entire world. This, this is a pandemic. 
You've been lied to before, but not on such a grand, calculated, worldwide scale. Orchestrated. Right from the start and before. The evidence is there. Seen the pictures of the demonstrations going on worldwide? Hundreds of thousands of people. Guess what? They're not masked up, folks. These people know it's a scam. But is the media in this country? (laughs) No, no, of course they're not going to cover it. We are not going to have anything that goes against the official narrative, and that also stands for Fox News, owned by Disney. There's your clue. Control, manipulate, dominate. By the way, did did anybody miss this even before the NFL season started? The players that tested positive for the COVID-19 were allowed to opt out of an entire season. 69 NFL players, these are the guys that make the big bucks. Well, they're not going to make the big bucks sitting out, but they're going to be remunerated in some way. 69 NFL players. How do you think these people are going to feel? How many millions of dollars does that represent? And my hat's off to the Detroit Lions and Matthew Stafford that's known a little bit about uh, challenges in his life. His wife surviving brain cancer surgery that the doctors basically told him, hey, flip a coin here. Your, my, your wife might make it, she may not. He knows what anxiety and fear is, but this was from something that was real. When they tested that guy and he turned up positive, he said, you know, you need to test me again. And he needed, well, they kept testing him, and it, it, guess what? The initial test was erroneous. But now we got the NFL out there rescheduling games. Well, you know, the COVID-19, you know, the, the distance and the mask and... They are handing out fines right and left to players and coaches along the sidelines that weren't wearing their masks correctly. But how much sense does that make? At any given moment, you've got 22 people, adults, out on a grass field, spittling all over everybody, sweating all over everybody. And somehow that's not a risk. By the way, uh, because of the mask wearing, doctors are starting to see an uptick in bacteriological pneumonia. Yes. You know, there was a reason why we had lips instead of gills like a fish, I guess. That's to breathe in to for the uptake of the oxygen and then breathe out to get rid of the noxious gases. And then to do that repeatedly every second, every minute, every day day, every month, every year of your life. Get it in, get it out. But they wanted to interrupt that. Have you noticed the new mask? Well, they got this little valve now. You know, they got that little valve. But they've increased the thickness of the mask itself. So when you're hearing somebody with one of these masks on, what what you're hearing is something basically like this. You might be able to make a few words out. You just never know. Yeah, thank you. 
text here from Stevie Boy. Europe rallies, 30,000 plus in the streets. <laughs> we will not consent. Americans are the last to wake up to this fraud. Well, they're still learning that all the information that they received is carefully controlled by six corporations. Control the message and you control the people. You can form their opinions. You can create their perception of reality. I guess that makes us more vulnerable because in this country, I think there's still people who believe that the government wouldn't lie to us and all this about the coronavirus is, well... Gosh, there's got to be something to it. Folks, the damage that this has done, short-term, 200,000-plus businesses gone, life savings, people that put up, put up their house to open up a business, their business is gone, their house is gone, causing all kinds of strains on marriages. The marriage is gone, the kids are gone. I am surprised we're not seeing bodies laying in the street from people just walking outside and just killing themselves. This is about control and instilling fear. Yeah, it's not coming over, Mike. There it is. Brian in Washington. Hello, Brian. Good afternoon. Hi. So I called in back in July to encourage you to have a Greg Keones on because he's well aware of the financial thing that is behind this COVID event. And I'm wondering if this is of interest to you. He he can really talk the talk, and you know he he is acquainted with Clint Richardson, so he's not completely unaware can, can, of. Can he tell us anything that we don't already know about the economic ramifications of this? Well, see, my my big thing when I'm talking to big wigs out there trying to chart the course of themselves and their offspring. They want to know what they can prepare for if 9-11's an inside job and what else of what I've been trying to tell them for 10 years is accurate could all be explained with, you know, the Federal Reserve is hokey, blah, blah. Now they're open to it. And, and, yeah, I would be interested in... Right. Hey, hey, hang, hey, Brian, hang on one second. I've got to go to break. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, J.R. Moore here. We have a special promotion going on at Republic Broadcasting. This is a fundraiser for Republic Broadcasting involving the energy planner. Mail me a postcard. My address is at my website at thelibertyman.com. We pick a postcard every other Thursday. When your postcard is drawn out... You get to buy an energy planner for $215 instead of $285, $70 discount. $200 goes to Republic Broadcasting. You also get a 10% discount on my mattress pads. So get those postcards in, put your name, 
your telephone number, your email address on there, and when your postcard is drawn, you get to get an energy cleaner for $215 instead of $285. Mattress pads, 10% off. Help us out at Republic Broadcasting and help yourself to get an energy cleaner at a deep discount. It's a win-win situation for everybody. We hope you can get these postcards in soon. Thank you very much. Extend your life with really works. Here are some reviews from Amazon.com. Nikki, great product. Have to try it for a few months to see results. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I have noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from carpal tunnel. I will continue to buy the product. Ken Peaks, five out of five stars. Works as advertised. This formula is very powerful. Be careful to follow directions. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure has stabilized and my lower edema has reduced. Lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. Thank you. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Is your property a financial burden and causing you grief? Have you tried to sell but can't find buyers? Or are you just too busy to sell your property? Don't worry. We have the right solution for you. We buy properties as is, with cash, close in 30 days, and pay all closing costs. Our service is ideal for property owners who are in pre-foreclosure, have high-end repair costs, experiencing financial hardship, going through costly divorces, are relocating, need cash for retirement, suffering family loss, or have tax liens. Whatever your situation may be, we can help you sell your property and get the money you need. If you own a single-family home or multiple-family units, call us for a free consultation at 888-910-1037. That's 888-910-1037. Or visit our website at cashingproperty.com. That's cashingproperty.com. Sell your property fast and leave all your worries behind. We are back. Brian, you still there? Yes. Okay. Yes. Go. Go ahead. Well, I just say that this would be of interest to have you two have a discussion because Greg is able to talk from a business standpoint. You know, if the whole petrodollar is behind all this and he was in the oil business, I think this explanation needs to be brought forward and you know there's also a pretty spectacular interview uh larkin texas knew of this guy mike gaddy and he is also mentioning in a interview and i'd like to send it to you it involves the you know the interest on a loan was come due and they didn't have it so this COVID thing had to happen. I think, you know, this is what's of interest to me, and it sure does catch the ear of people that are trying to chart their course in this world. So I'm looking at uh, John Statmiller at Hotmail.com, 
a July 28th email we sent you with the contact information for this Greg Q guy and Skype. So I'd love to, you know, this guy is completely involved with this Ohio lawsuit okay with an do me a favor resend the email i get hundreds and hundreds of emails every day yeah so i so i have a itchy delete finger myself i don't have time for this shit i gotta move on so we'll do you don't have time for what no i i completely understand too many emails i have an itchy delete finger and off it goes i got other things to do so i can relate okay well resend the email and i will Talk to Greg. Send his phone number as well if you can. It's a Skype. Yes, I will. Uh, thanks so much. All right. Thank you. Well, whether you're wearing a mask on board a plane or you're not, it doesn't matter. A traveler on Spirit Airlines came into conflict with the airline's mask police when the American flag face covering he was wearing was ruled out of bounds. The passenger was wearing a neck gaiter that covered his nose and mouth. The gaiter featured a design of the American flag. And there was a video on this. He says, I'm wearing a mask. No, the flight attendant says in return, what do you have underneath it? The traveler insisted he is in fact wearing a mask while the flight attendant says it isn't legal to wear Legal by who, the passenger asks, and then films himself allowing viewers to see the American flag gaiter he is wearing. After the flight attendant says the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention was the authority being cited, the passenger says, show me those rules. I don't have to show you the rules, the flight attendant replies. I don't have to wear the mask that you gave me, the passenger says. I'm wearing the mask that I have. I've been on 20 flights with the same exact mask. After each says that they are done debating. The flight attendant says he would have the authorities waiting for you when you land. Sounds good, the passenger replies on the video. Although some social media voices said the face covering with a flag upon it should have been respected, the airline said the style of the covering and not the design upon it was the issue. Now we have airline bureaucrats interpreting what's the law. The law that never was, folks. Very fascinating. Second hour of the National Intel Report coming up. We will resume right after the top of the hour break. It's the least we can do for the red, white, and blue. We must take the miracle back. We must take the miracle back. So, you love talk radio then you'll love talkstreamlive.com talkstream live is always on 24 7 with the best streaming talk shows find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones it's free readily available online or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier just go to talkstreamlive.com be sure to download the free apps from google play or the itunes app store Broadcasting Network, late night premiere show of Redfield Hardcore is hosted by activists that want to hear from you, the listeners, so that you can get involved in the activism. Please call in at 800-313-9443. 
at 10 p.m. to enter the discussion, to book yourself as a guest, call our studio at 202-657-5715 or contact RBN staff. Remember, keep it real and take the red pill. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.